You're listening to Brand to Brand, a not-so-serious marketing show for serious marketers, with your host, Thomas Sterling. Hey, everybody. Today on the show, we're taking a look at some of our favorite moments on Brand to Brand. We'll hit the highlight reel and share some insights as we prepare to close out season two. All right, let's kick things off. We did it. We did it again. Two seasons, back to back. We did it another time again. The New England Patriots of podcasting. (laughs) Wow, that's a tall order. Well, they're not playing so great right now, so it's a a medium order. (laughs) I'll take it though. It's a Starbucks tall. It's a small. Hey, we've made an accomplishment (laughs) once again. It's been a hell of a season. There's been a lot of great moments. We've said fuck a few times on. We did for the audience. Not for us. It's for them. No, it's right? yeah, it's for you. We do it for the fans. <laughs> <laughs> what are you most excited about today? Oh, oh, okay. You asked me if I was excited, and I sighed. Uh, that was I know <laughs> you took a nap. You like need a break or something. I definitely need a break. I think we both need a break. But I just can't believe we ripped through a whole another season again. How do we keep coming up with shit to talk about? It's a long con. I yeah. guess companies keep needing to do something crazy, either innovative or like, wow, I can't believe you fucking did that. Mm. And then we'll keep having content. I mean, the way the news cycle works, we're, I feel like we got a lot of, we got, what is job security? Yeah, we got job security. Yeah, we got job security. Yeah, big brands, keep keep doing what you're doing because you're paying the bills. And with that, <laughs> let's get into it. News team, assemble. A big goal of this show since the beginning, 40 episodes, wow, has been to break down branding, business, technology, and marketing trends, and maybe some hard-to-understand concepts that when people hear crypto, they just cover their ears and go, I don't want to know about that. We make it easy, and we give you a laugh while we explain it and And, make it relevant. And I mean, just so you know, I mean, you know, you get what you put into it, right? But we're putting, we put the time in. It's like, it's a lot of time putting up the production deck the whole concept and oh, then yeah. we're in the studio way longer than our listeners have to listen <laughs> to us i mean we only give you the best a lot gets left on the cutting room floor <laughs> we will say that uh we have for this highlight reel pulled together some of our favorite moments from the entire season so if you haven't listened to all those episodes this is the spark notes version so like starting us off today and bringing it full circle we started season one with tom brady versus conor mcgregor this season we covered gm versus frito-lays focused on the super bowl the super bowl being the biggest ad spend day of the year let me play the clip one of my favorite commercials of the super bowl was the lays commercial Golden Memories with Seth Rogen and Paul Rudd. You know what's funny is we talked about nostalgia being heavily mm. featured. This ad's called Golden Memories. Oh, Lays brings back so many good memories. Remember our road trip in 97? Our first real heart to heart. I've never seen any of your movies. Not even the together. 
I just like, what is the takeaway here? What are we supposed to take away? The takeaway is Paul Rudd and Seth Rogen oh. are funny and they're friends and therefore you should buy Lay's potato chips. That's right. I feel like we can't talk about the Super Bowl without talking about the halftime show. Mm. PepsiCo. Which, about to get benched. Yeah. Ooh, nice. <laughs> Great football pun, Thomas. The Pepsi halftime show. And a lot of people are saying, a lot of marketers are saying, are they going to renew that? It was a 10-year deal struck in 2012. Just ended. Are they going to keep it going? Or are they going to say, let's split this up? Yeah. Let's let's, separate the asset, allow for other sponsors, don't make it a title-sponsored event. Everything's short form now. The concept of owning the entire halftime is a lot of time. That's so interesting. Who do you think will take the sponsorship? We could make a brand bracket challenge I to would, determine and pick our winners. I would love that. Who would you like to sponsor the halftime show? I'd rather focus on who's going to perform on the halftime show. We we have so many great ideas. We should probably make a brand bracket challenge at some point. We should bring I, that back. I think we should. I think we should. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. And I think what's so fun about the Super Bowl is that the average Joe or Joanne has a moment... <laughs> They have a moment where they really deep dive into commercials and what's created and what it means. Everybody leaves the Super Bowl and the next day go tell their friends all of the ads that they loved. And crazy. when else do you hear that? Otherwise, you hear people say, oh, I hate that Geico ad. It sucks. Oh, I hate that. Oh, flow from Progressive. Get her off the screen. But that one day a year, everyone's like, ooh, I watch I watch for the ads. I watch for the ads. So many people don't even watch for the sports. It, it makes no sense. Well, I guess it does when you're, you know, pumping millions of dollars into produce the ad yep. and then way more money than it probably costs to produce it into actually securing it. I think they need to spend more money on the ads is what you're saying. Yes. The yes. rest of the year, they should spend more. So yeah. that's, that's the takeaway. Yeah. Spend one. more money, corporate America, please. <laughs> <On the> ads. <laughs> or just be more creative with your ads in the first place. Another great episode, you know, kind of coming off of the Super Bowl, really thinking about that. I mean, getting back to kind of personal branding, we talked about Casamigos versus Willie's Reserve and really the focus around what celebrities can do to create and drive brand equity. Let's run the clip. I mean, I feel like every celebrity you follow on social media is talking about mm. a company they launched, a brand they launched. Maybe it's something they just have equity in and maybe it's something they actually themselves started, but it's everyone. I mean, even doing research for this episode, I was like, Kate Hudson has a vodka? Why? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is certainly a great way to uh, skip a few steps, if you will, right? And really just take advantage of the brand loyalty that a lot of these celebrities already have. I love the story of Willie's Reserve because the concept for it, so they're a brand that sells marijuana. They sell flour, vapes, edibles, accessories, things like joint packs. Um, He actually has partnered with his wife, Annie. The concept for this was... He was traveling for years on tour, playing shows, and everyone knew that he loved pot. So every city he would roll into to play a show, people would would flock to bring him, they say, gifts from their garden. And it was always around this concept of weed is for sharing and bringing people together. Um, But what's interesting about this is 
It is a company that has his name in the title. If you look at their social media presence, Willie himself is in almost every post. I mean, his social media team is making memes about him. He is the brand. When I listen to that episode, uh, you sound like an NPR correspondent or like somebody on Vice News. It's just getting to the bottom of it. Like, I, I, I don't know. I was it's just like, I'm like, why am I so nasally? Well, I also think maybe you tried some of Willie's Reserve. <laughs> it sure sounded like it. It was just a little raspiness that I, I don't mean, you hear gotta, in your voice today. You got to try you know. the product you're talking you gotta, about. Gotta, how do you, yeah, how do you become do an you expert know? in anything, I guess? You got to look into it. And with that, I mean, we can't forget the bonus episode where we talked to Jesse Channon um, all about cannabis marketing and the uh, explosion. I mean, that market is just up in smokes. Wow. What are you, me? <laughs> Jesse Channon is uh, the CGO of Columbia Care. And this was one of my favorite episodes because it seems like he was made to explain his passion on a podcast. Such an eloquent speaker about this very interesting market. When we passed one of our dispensaries and I looked over and it just said Columbia Care. And there's no other signage that could be outside. It was just the name. And I remember at that moment, I turned to our COO, uh, David Hart, who was on the trip with me. I said, man, I gotta be honest with you. There's a lot of stuff we could do. That could be a retirement home. That could be auto insurance. There's a lot of things Columbia Care could be, but I'll tell you what they don't do. They don't sell weed. There is no way that Columbia <laughs> Care sells weed. And so we were laughing and we went to the dispensary and we were, we were talking with the team about it. And so that was really a moment where I knew that the brand had to be very literal. And so we went through a lot of exercises. We looked at a lot of names and very early on, our CEO, Nick Vita said, you know, for better or worse, I know everybody says they want to be the apple of something. But the one thing that I love about an Apple store is that it's got a genius bar. I love that there's somewhere that you can go and get educated. And I said, no problem. We'll build education bars in. What do we want to call the people behind the bar? And so we had a couple of different naming conventions that we're looking at, but the one that we all loved was a cannabis, right? It's like a, a name that already exists in the space. It's like a sommelier of weed. And so we said, all right, we're going to call the people cannabis behind the bar. And from there, we said, well, let's just name the whole thing cannabis. It's super obvious. You drive down the street and you see cannabis, yeah, which is cannabis with a T. And it's like, I know exactly what those guys sell. What what exactly, as you guys were thinking about, um, a, you know, a, a, a new brand moniker, yeah. a, a logo element, you could have gone clean, simple, yeah. et cetera. It just, it has a very, very nice feel to it. What's something that would feel really different? Well, I want the spaces to feel very elevated. I want them to feel very comfortable. So almost, you know, like, when you walk into like a West Elm or a pottery barn or something, you just want to sit on everything, right? So I wanted them to be very comfortable, um, but feel sort of, you know, almost like that weird juxtaposition of like, I'm buying weed, but this place is like super nice, right? Like this is like a really nice, well-designed space. And I wanted it to naturally bleed into a time when consumption lounges become more and more normalized. Mm. I wanted a brand that had the speakeasy. I love hearing Jesse talk about 
the cannabis industry and where it's headed and what's actually going on with these brands, some of these big picture changes for something, a product that in so many ways was hidden behind the shadows to now actually have such a reputable platform. And these cannabis businesses are in so many ways curtailed with what they can do based off of federal regulations and otherwise. And so I think what you're going to see is you're going to start to see some of these things that are happening in the cannabis industry start to make waves and ripple into other markets. Other businesses, other brands are going to take notice and they're going to borrow a page out of what used to be a, a very taboo uh, industry. And if that pot talk didn't space you out <laughs> enough, man, I think we need to take off to SpaceX versus Amazon, the private Space Race, one of my favorite episodes. Wow, that is high praise. All right, <laughs> three, two, one, blast off. SpaceX won this amazingly lucrative contract with NASA to be responsible for replacing the shuttle in many ways for bringing passengers up to the International Space Station. Prior to that, we were partnering with Russia and going up with Russia and other nations, which... It's challenging. Now we have SpaceX Uber. It's an Uber X, different kind. You don't get to pick a different sized vehicle. They all look the same, but that's okay. And they're responsible for securing 60% of the global commercial launch market and building ever larger spacecraft designed to ferry passengers, not just to the International Space Station, but also promised settlements on Mars. The, the sales pitch for, for, for going to Mars is that um, it's going to be a cramped, dangerous, difficult, uh, very hard work, uh, you might die, um, and um, that's the sales pitch. I hope you like it. <laughs> now that we talked about the privatization of space, let's talk about some of the decentralization of the internet, right? We covered an episode earlier this season, Uniswap versus Compound. What the fuck is Web3? Let's play the clip. People are sort of saying, okay, well, Web3, this is an opportunity to sort of reinvent that and decentralize everything, remove the monopolies. Web3 is here to sort of solve for that. And I thought we could play a quick little clip for the listeners to just sort of dial us in. And for Veronica. <laughs> and for Veronica, who's listening. I'm listening right now. The term Web3 was first coined by one of the creators of the Ethereum blockchain, Gavin Wood. In a 2014 blog post, Wood envisioned Web3 as an open and decentralized version of the internet. Theoretically, users would be able to exchange money and information on the web without the need for a middleman, like a bank or a tech company. In this vision for a Web3 world, people would have more control over their data and be able to sell it if they choose and it would all be operated on a decentralized distributed ledger technology. <laughs> Do you get it now? No. No, you don't? I, no. What are you talking about? I'm an idiot who does a really good job convincing people that I'm smart. Mm, I think that you are, that's a brand betrayal. Okay? Or I'm a smart you're, person that just convinces myself brand, I'm an idiot. I don't know. Your brand is, you're selling yourself short. I think we've certainly spent... A fair amount of time talking about Web3 and decentralization and crypto, but I feel like there's still a lot more to cover here. And this is one of those subsets where there's a whole industry that's being created right in front of us, and it could succeed or fail in real time. <laughs> and literally all the news cycles 
day over day talk about how it's up, it's down, it's left, it's right, just like the economy right now. V, aren't you a crypto investor now? Yeah, after that FTX episode, I signed up. I made pennies, and then I got locked out of my account. So I either have no money or I am a fucking millionaire. How? What do you mean you got locked out of your account? It just it will not let me log into my account. It just keeps saying an error occurred. You should have gone with Coinbase. Yeah. <laughs> Taking this ride into the beyond even further. You're really riding this analogy here. <laughs> it's so bad. See, when's that hook coming out? Yanking me I out here. I don't know. Um, I'd like to call forward one of my favorite episodes. I already said one of my others was my favorite. Plot twist, they're all my favorite. It was one of the more recent episodes we did towards the tail end of this season. Traversing the metaverse, Nat Geo versus Spatial. You know, you can't say they're all your favorite. It's like, you no, have I can. To pick I'm, I'm going to say it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many opportunities for this to enhance an experience or supplement something that someone couldn't have, whether it is being in a meeting. If someone can't physically get to you or get to where they are, this can be plan B. It definitely offers a lot of opportunities for businesses and also for consumers which is kind of the perfect pairing for a lot of brands that are exploring this because they're meeting demand. Maybe it's demand that people don't even know that they have yet. That technology will get better. And as the technology gets better, imagine if your glasses right now, you could just click a button and boom, you're in the metaverse. Oh, I thought you were going to say I could like annihilate, like pulverize you. <laughs> That's an interesting <laughs> thing. That's a nice insight into your head. What's going on in there? <laughs> You're definitely not getting out of this episode without talking about what you're what you looked like when you were in the metaverse. I put Hold that on. picture. I put Hold that on LinkedIn. On. I got. I have it. no shame. I let all of you see that. I've been getting made fun of. Or, I don't care. Or you had so much shame, you just wanted to rip the bandaid and get it over with. Let's I leaned in. Let's play the clip. Uh, am I supposed to test this right now? Yeah. Just um, click click on the button. Listen, I just got glasses, and I'll tell you, <laughs> I think I need them in here. Holy crikeys. Crikeys. I know. All right, I'm not going to lie. This is actually pretty cool. Isn't it cool? Yeah, I kind of made fun of this until right now. How do I get to Nat Geo? You got to just type into the search bar. Type? Yeah, click that. It'll bring a keyboard down. This is the most boomer I've ever felt in my entire life, <laughs> and I'm not a boomer. Just saying. You are an insult to all the boomers that are listening. Ugh, I'm if, sorry. If there are any, I don't even know. Oh, I hope so. My dad's listening. Hi, dad. <laughs> you know, there were so many timely episodes. I wish we could cover more of them. Honestly, I just recommend you should just download all of them, set up a nice playlist, just listen to all of them one by one. Just, even that long road trip. Take, that would take a long time. That would honestly... You should just hey, keep listening to but, this. This but is we would appreciate here. it. That's true. It'd we be would, great for us. We would appreciate it. We got to be realistic, though. <laughs> People are very busy. If we had to talk about any other episodes, I mean, we had that great two-part episode about the hiring landscape. We covered Salesforce versus Hilton, Shopify versus Robinhood. In one case, we were talking about brands that were winning the hiring game. Another time, we were talking about how to protect your brand through layoffs. Mm. A lot of that stuff's pretty timely right now, too. I don't know. I mean, you keep hearing about the economy. You keep hearing about inflation. Who knows where things are going? The economists seem to think it's not good. <laughs> 
Well, on that extremely optimistic note, <laughs> um, I would also recommend people check out BMW versus John Deere, one of the earlier episodes in the season, The Search for the Next Big Thing. As a source of inspiration, we talked about the Consumer Electronics Show. I had not heard of it before this episode, and now I am keeping an eye on that like a hawk. Oh, we will cover that next year for yeah. sure. Okay, so if, we are coming. If, if we get invited back. So we yeah. are coming back. I, it's, Can I get that in blood? Yeah, it's hard to <laughs> get that in blood. <laughs> also, yeah. <laughs> also, the second to last episode of the season on artificial intelligence was pretty cool and had a little dose of doomsday, just how y'all like it. Isn't there like a website you can go to, too, that we wanted to tell the listeners about? It was like, is the are the robots coming for your job? Oh, yeah. Or something. I yeah. mean, Google it. No, There's it, whole websites <laughs> devoted to this. That's how scared people are. They're like, let's give the machines more information. Yes. It's like the target list for the AI Oh, bots. my God, you're right. We're giving <laughs> them. giving them. It's like percentage <laughs> risk for automation. You're like, oh, this would be an easy target. Podcast co-host. Go after 100% this guy. 100% <laughs> risk of automation. Or just stop talking, everybody. I mean, we probably have enough content where we could just give an AI bot all of our, all of our words, and they could just make episodes on their own. I am so glad that you said that because last no. season you gave me a gift <laughs> and this season I wanted to give you a gift, but I have- Bullshit. I'm just like super Did lazy. Did you really do this? So I actually had an AI write a thank you note to you for letting me be on this podcast. So. I just gave, I literally teed you up. Yeah. I had literally Completely no. by accident. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I could see there was a link. I figured it was some automation. God's looking out. All right, are we ready? Veronica St. Cyr thanks Thomas Sterling, best podcast co-host in the world. Thank you for paying me to tell stupid jokes. I will listen to you more. You're welcome. Next week I'll be doing it all again. Thanks, Thomas, for this. It's like you were there. <laughs> what? Hold on. You got to you got to explain for me, for the listeners. What what the heck did we just hear? I just gave the AI bot a ton of keywords like thank you, podcast, co-host, our names, jokes, and this is what it produced. That's I feel like I'm going to play it just one more time for my own posterity, so. Annika Saint Sir thanks Thomas Sterling. Best podcast co-host in the world. Thank you for paying me to tell stupid jokes. I will listen to you more. You're welcome. Next week, I'll be doing it all again. Thanks, Thomas, for this. It's like you were there. <laughs> it's, like it's like you, you were there. there. That's, that's my, the best part. That's my favorite. That's honestly the best part. I'm so glad that's your favorite part. I don't even know why that's relevant. I, I gave them no keywords. Them? It? Uh, but it said I was the best. I mean, some of it was honest, right? Yeah. The best. Podcast. I won't tell you which parts. I'll leave that up to your discretion. <laughs> well, before we close out the season, we did have a special treat, and we're going to play a highlight of all the great moments that never made it into the podcast. I turned the tapes on. I have the tapes on. This is the first episode of season two, and the, it's a hot mic and hot tapes. YouTuber Emmer Chamber. YouTuber Emma, <laughs> YouTuber Emma Cham, YouTuber Emma Chamberlain, episode new four. You need to click it. I mean, you don't have to slap it so many times. No okay. wonder it gets so loose. <laughs> A lot of these major, I mean, these brain. Oh, did you want me to finish my thought? 
Bitfurry Group. Bitfurry Group? Bitfurry? What the fuck is is he a furry? Why? Did we get it? <laughs> Are you smoking crack? I'm, I don't know. I'm so tired. Okay, one more time. Vanessa Huggins. Hudgens. Vanessa Huggins. You Hudgens. Really, Hudgens. I know what I want to Do say. Do you want me to say it again? Yeah, one they're, more. They're going to treat your clients with your best interest. And going back to the... <laughs> <laughs> the first time that's happened. One more time. It was awkward. You're awkward. Founded by Toby Lutka. Yes. Founded by to founded by Tony. <laughs> Tony. Founded by Tony. Toby. Did I say Tony? Again? Yeah. What's your takeaway? Uh, mine was that you can burp on the show. I think <laughs> I think it's a open and free space. <laughs> Would be your first sort of look as an immerf. <laughs> that would be your first look at an immerf. <laughs> immerf. Immerf. I'm putting my pants on before I leave the house. <laughs> I am wearing pants. She's you allegedly have no idea. Allegedly wearing pants. You gotta trust me on this one. <laughs> knock knock. Who's there? Bye bye. I don't get it. There's nothing to get. Bye bye. Thank you for listening. We really couldn't do it without you, honestly. I mean, we we could. I mean, we but could, but it would be unadvisable. And we don't always. I mean, we don't always know. Is yeah, this thing on? We don't always know if you're there. So hit us up. Like honestly, brand two brand. The number. The number two. Dot number co. two. So Who does us, number two work for? Us. Send us your show ideas, your notes, jokes, poems, riddles, really anything you got going on. Okay? Tell I us mean, about your love, day. We'd love to hear from you. <laughs> and if you liked anything you heard today and you want to check out some of these episodes, the entire second season's up. The entire first season's there, too. Honestly, listen to all 40 episodes if you so desire. <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Spotify is where I like to listen. Uh, really, anywhere you get your podcasts. And if you want to see our upper halves in the frame on video check out the youtube channel i mean we really don't promote that we should be promoting that more. we should make a note we'll tell our production manager <laughs> <laughs> and with that we're out folks <laughs>